Hello and welcome everyone. This is Maria Condi, visionary, mentor and coach. You are listening to the Love Your Money podcast, a series where we empower people to improve their mindset, remove their blocks and transform their relationship with money. All so they can live a life of freedom and abundance. You are listening to podcast number four. Today, we are going to talk about one of the reasons why we may not have all the abundance and success we would like in our lives. And this is boundaries. If you have not done so already, I would strongly encourage you to take the quiz I created to discover what is the primary challenge and area for growth when it comes to money for you. I will make sure the link is on the blog page associated with this podcast. You can also find it on my website at www.mariacondi.com. There is at the top of the page in the main menu, there is a uh, link called Take the Quiz. It takes about five minutes to do. And on this particular quiz, there are five areas that can be holding you back. And these are mindset, action, rather it'd be inaction, forgiveness, empowerment, and of course, boundaries. And today we are talking about boundaries. When you take the quiz, you have the you can actually have the full report sent to you, which will give you details of five, all five areas. So that can be emailed directly to you after you've taken the quiz. So today we are talking about boundaries, how not having boundaries affects us, and some simple action steps to take to set them. So let me ask you a question or two and see if you fit into any of these scenarios. Do you often feel uncomfortable discussing money? Do you often undervalue what you are worth? Have you substantially increased your income over the past year? Do you often say yes when you really want to say no? If you resonate with any of these points, then boundaries could be an issue for you. Working through these challenges and building a stronger boundary system for yourself will bring you more money, abundance, and happiness and freedom to you. As a side benefit, which in my point of view is actually probably the primary benefit, you will develop a stronger sense of self-esteem and self-worth. The total win-win situation. I always like to address the whole person and I always take a, an holistic approach to all the coaching that I do. I always go back to how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're finding that you have boundary issues with money, you most likely have boundary issues in other areas of your life too. Some of these might include boundaries within a relationship, boundaries with your children, or boundaries within your own self-care. Do you have boundaries in place to make sure that you're taking care of you? Most people don't even consider this, especially women. Are you the person that has your family running you ragged and you don't say no to them? How often do you say yes when you really, really, really want to say no? Do you have clients that you allow to call you whenever they want, keeping you on call all the time? These are just a few areas for you to think about and the same principles apply that would apply for money apply to other areas in your life also. One of the most odd and, and most um, bravest boundary setting scenarios I've seen, um, in my opinion, was when I was staying with a friend of the family in Florida. This is going back about 20 years ago. We had a lovely dinner out. And I, I believe I've told the story in a, at a couple times, but it's a really, it really proves a point in a whole bunch of different areas. So this night we had a really lovely dinner out and it was about 8 o'clock at night. She announced to everyone that she was retiring to the bedroom for her time. And she was committed to this every night no matter who was there. She had a high stress job and always wanted to be at her best. And she did. At that time, like I said, it was about 20 years ago and I thought it was rather strange and a little bit rude. 
But as time went on, I really learned to appreciate her actions. And today, I totally commend her for taking that action. Developing a good set of boundaries for all areas of your life will give you the energy, a greater self-esteem, a greater self-worth, and the internal resources that you need to live and to give to others at your very best. While setting boundaries is not always easy, it is hugely beneficial when you actually do it. It takes a little bit of time and, and you have to get brave and actually, it actually takes a lot of bravery to do this. But just taking that extra action, you will see a change in yourself right away. For some, it will be like walking for the first time. Very challenging, yet it gives you an incredible feeling of freedom. We are going to look at a few different ways today of creating stronger boundaries for yourself. And boundaries are all about honoring your feelings. We need to learn to let go of other people's thoughts and feelings for us to be able to grow forward. Cheryl Richardson has a great quote that says, If you spend your life pleasing others, you spend your life. The first one we are going to look at is awareness and paying attention to your feelings. And I speak about awareness often. It's key for anything, you know, anytime we want to grow forward or to learn or to be better, awareness is always at the foundation. Think about the times when you've been told to do something and internally it just doesn't feel right for you. Those are the cues that something is not right and that your boundaries are being compromised. Think about how you feel when you're around someone who drains you and upsets you. Someone with whom you feel you lose yourself. Take note how this feels internally as well as in your mind. When we don't have strong, defined boundaries, we let in all sorts of things into our life that we really don't want and we give away our personal energy. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about what we want in our life, what you truly value, and how you want your life to be is key to setting successful boundaries. It's also good to understand what you will and won't tolerate going forward. So we're going to do a little exercise here, and I want you to get out a piece of paper, and I want you to write a list of things that you will no longer tolerate in your life. And I'm going to start you off with just a few little examples. You figure out what works for you, what doesn't. This is not inclusive. These are just things to get you to think about different areas of your life different situations, and you can use some of these. You might add to it. Some might work for you. Some might not. Take what you want. So here we go. I will no longer use my credit card unless I can pay them off in full each month. I will no longer eat meat. I will no longer allow my clients to um, not pay me on time. I will no longer uh, not get paid my worth. I will no longer tolerate or to participate in gossip. This is something that really brings down your energy, participating in gossip. I will no longer feel the need to check my email several times a day. This can be a huge time waster for us. Unless your business is really email-centered, it's a huge time waster. I will no longer accept verbal abuse from a boss or a co-worker. I'm going to take this particular one on. I would suggest you might get a little help from HR. I will no longer get caught up in other people's drama. And this is huge. And this is some this is an area that I had to put some boundaries in place in my own life. 
when you buy into other people's drama, you're perpetuating their own situation. And it's usually a, a lose-lose situation. It wastes a lot of time. You spend a lot of time going nowhere with the situation. And you're bringing more drama into the, the, your life and the other person's life. And it's, yeah, it's overall not a great thing. Having said that, you know, if you have somebody that does have, we'll call it drama, and it's just that one-time situation where something's really, you know, critical going on in their life, be there for them, be their friend, support them. But, you know, this is in reference to people that their whole life is drama often. There's some people that just, they, they bring it, they attract it, and they need to have it in their life. And those are the ones that I'm talking about, not getting caught up in those people's drama. And so I will not, I will tolerate, not, um, or I will no longer tolerate feeling bad for saying no when saying no is what is really best for me. I will no longer keep anything in my home that doesn't bring me joy or that I don't need. This was a really big one for me earlier this year. If you followed my story, I did a few postings on the Marie Kondo method of clearing the clutter. And this was hugely... It's hugely rewarding in the end, but hugely painful to go through. It brought up a huge amount of anxiety. A lot of my money issues got thrown into my face. You know, when you take everything you own and you put it in a big pile in the middle of your living room floor, your life of money stares at you in the face. And it was very overwhelming, but very rewarding on the other side. I can say now that I don't bring in anything into my life that I don't need, that I don't, that doesn't bring me absolute joy. I was out recently looking for an article of clothing and I, you know, I, I tried on several things and none of them were just sort of perfect. And I said, I'm not going to bring this into my house just because it's on sale. I'm not going to bring it home and fill my closet with it, leave the tags on or not feel good in it or not, you know, if it doesn't fit perfectly, it's not going to be there. And this was a big eye opener for me and it, it helped me a lot and a whole bunch of different levels. So now, you know, you, you have this list of things that you're not, no longer going to tolerate in your life and your list can be long, it can be short, it can be a starting point, whatever works for you. And I want you to post this list up as a reminder. And this list, like I said, is just a few examples. And I'm going to share a story with you um, about my biggest and most challenging boundary that I ever set was with my biological father. He used to be very critical of me, and I noticed he did the same with others. And one day I watched him with my nephew, and I was like, wow, you know, I don't like this. I had a young daughter at the time. She was only three months old. And I said to myself, I don't want this to be the relationship with him and my new daughter. It's not how I want it to be. So I sent him a letter, a handwritten letter, lovingly stating that if he were to be in a relationship with us, that behavior would need to end. And my father is a very intelligent, well-read, well-written, um, overall, you know, person. And he was very receptive to this. And I'm, I was sure, I'm sure at his end, he was taken back a little bit. I'm, every, anybody would be. And it took a little bit for the change to happen. It didn't happen overnight. But it did happen. And... So if he said something offensive to me, I would just go silent. And he knew he crossed my boundary and he would apologize. I remember it was probably about 10 years ago. I got a new car. I was really excited about it. And for me at the time, I was a new mother. I was a single parent. And 
I, it was a car that I could best afford for myself at that point in my life. It was a new car. It was lovely. For me, I'm not a real car person. So it's a mode of transportation for me. And, you know, straight out of his mouth was something very derogatory. I didn't buy a top-end Lexus or something like that. I bought a functioning, good car that was functional for me, and that's what I wanted. So something nasty came out of his mouth, and I just went silent. And he realized right away what he had done, and he apologized to me, and we carried on. And I believe that was the last time that actually happened between us. So from that point, we were able to enjoy a much healthier relationship. And this was a really scary thing to do. And I was helped through it with my own life coach at the time. This was a pretty bold step. And if you're not used to setting boundaries, I'd suggest that you don't start with something like this. It's baby steps. So next you need to decide which boundary is most important for you to work on at this time. I do not advise working on all of them at once. Way too overwhelming for your soul. Starting small is key to being successful at being able to grow strong boundaries. If you have a really weak boundary system, setting new ones, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for you. So start small with things that you can even do within your own home or with your family or maybe have a a friend that you feel really safe with. Taking baby steps will um, help you be successful at growing boundaries and you can choose to take on bigger and bigger ones as you build those boundary muscles. Setting boundaries involves speaking up for ourselves, listening to ourselves, and most importantly, valuing ourselves. This takes a lot of being brave. It may seem painful in the interim, but it is so powerful to be on the other side of the fence. And you are worth it, and I believe in you that you can set new boundaries that will enable you to live your best life and for you to be at your best to serve others. So today we talked about the ways you can identify when boundaries are crossed, what your boundaries may be, and some baby steps to set some new boundaries. I encourage you to make that list of things that you will no longer tolerate in your life today and get started on a fresh path to freedom. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. And remember Cheryl Richardson's quote, If you spend your life pleasing others, you spend your life. Love and abundance to you.